Honestly. with Zoe and Logan. I'm Logan. And I'm Zoe. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about funny work stories. <laughs> work Nightmares featuring Gordon Ramsay. Yes. The new spinoff. <laughs> so Zoe has worked in retail at a couple different places, and I currently work in an office job. So between the two of us, we have some entertaining stories. Yes. Um, but I think Zoe's really take the cake, so do you wanna... I, There's too many to choose from. I I, there really are. I don't even know where to begin. I, I made a list. Zoe made a list, and honestly, every <laughs> single one is a winner, and I wish that we had time to go through them all. There might have to be a part two. <laughs> there has to be, because, like, there's too many. I don't know where to start. Okay, so I used to work at Indigo, and as you know, on the back of books, it has the American price and the Canadian price. <laughs> And I was a cashier, and <laughs> this lady came up, and she was arguing with me about the price on the back of the book. And just to clarify, we live in Canada. <laughs> just, I, yeah. I like, don't know if we've made that explicitly yeah, clear. Here we are. We are in Canada. But no, that wasn't good enough for her. She wanted the American price. It's and fair. proceeded. I mean, like, yeah. It's we all We all want the American price. I'd love to However, pay $5 less for my book. Since we live in Canada... That's not an option for Wait, us. What? I know. It's groundbreaking. I need you to hold on. You can't <laughs> just You let can't somebody... choose your own price. Wait, what? I know. It's really we'll get into that later. I'll explain it to you off, yeah, off the podcast. It's gonna take too long. Continue. But she was just arguing with me about that and was like, um, I don't really see how that's fair for me to not be able to get the American price. And I was like, Well, <laughs> um, because this is a Canadian bookstore. <laughs> I unfortunately can't adjust that price for you. And she's like, um, I'm sorry, but this is North America. Is this not North America? And I was like, yep. Yep. Okay. It is. It it is North America, but the part of North America we're currently in is Canada and therefore excludes you from American pricing. Okay. Fair. Then. She proceeds to get a temper. She already had a temper. But it's escalating. It's escalated. And she's like, um, honey, honey, get a map. Get a map, honey. And I was like, oh, okay. It's a real point-counterpoint situation. It really is. Like, oh, you know what? You're right. I think I should should get a map. And then point out that we're in Canada. But it's fine. I had to go get my manager. I had to go get her manager. Did they get a map? They didn't get a map. It was just too much for them. She gave up. She didn't buy the book. It wasn't even that much more expensive, but she wasn't having any of it. So, but you know, when in doubt, get a map, honey. Get a map. Get a map. Okay. So as I mentioned, I work at an office and we have some pretty, some pretty tough security there. Um, we have, everybody works there as like a pass card that has photo ID on it. It's really flattering. Yeah, oh, my picture is horrible. Has there ever been, like, 
key card anywhere that looks nice. I want to know that person and fight them. I will say that my passport photo is really good. It is. I vouch. <laughs> vouch and also that. my, like, photo ID. But anyway, so the floor that I work on is what we call a secure floor, which means to get up to it, you have to swipe your pass card in the elevator and then press the button for the floor and then it'll take you up. So in my line of work, <laughs> which makes me sound a lot more important than I am. I like it. Um, I deal with a lot of the IT people that work in our building. And so there was one day where somebody, one of the IT people needed to come up to do something. I don't remember what it was, but he had contacted me beforehand to confirm where in the building I was located because basically our building is like three buildings in one and there's different floors and everything. So I can elaborate. It's a mess. Um, so I confirmed what building I was in and what floor I was on. And he was like, okay, great. I'll see you soon. I'm like, awesome. A little bit of time goes by and I don't hear from him. So I'm like, okay, that's odd. Um, and then I get an email from him and he asks, are you sure that you work on the eighth floor? Which is an interesting question, considering I had specified that I worked on the eighth floor. Were you clear enough? You know, something about saying eighth floor seems pretty clear. Eighth floor. So, but he felt the need to clarify with me, and I was like, <laughs> yes, kind. I am sure that I work on the eighth floor. I've worked in this building for several months now. I think I know where I'm located. But basically, the whole reason he was asking is because he didn't have access on his pass card to get up to the eighth floor. <laughs> so when he couldn't get to the floor, he just assumed that I was wrong. <laughs> surely, because I can't get to this floor. No one is working on it. That makes sense. So Thanks, that, sir. That was a really fun experience. Okay, so going off of that, I actually have another story that's similar in nature. I was dealing with a technician from a phone company at work. Stop right there. That's the story. Dealing with a phone technician. It's done. Um, And we were having an issue with one of the phones in my office. And so I had reached out to get some help with it because I wasn't able to solve it. And he was like, oh, no, it's been fixed. Try logging into the phone. It should be fine now. So I tried didn't work and to be sure I tried on a few different phones basically I had to log in with the extension and the password tried on a few different phones didn't work on any of them so I got back to him and I was like hey um still not working could you try again with fixing it and so rather than just being like oh sure sorry that that didn't work for you he goes all you need to do is log in with the (laughs) extension and the password is that what you're doing oh no you're right no, You're I was right. just looking I at was the pressing phone. the star key eight times in a row. I was just looking at You're it right. and hoping that it would work. But yeah. now that you've told me what to do, I'll try again. So I very calmly in my email said, yes, <laughs> that is what I was doing. Yeah. And it's not yeah, working. So yeah, that's just another fun experience <laughs> that I've had. Um, I really love being doubted. Oh I, yeah. I would say. <laughs> Or, like, people just thinking generally that they know better than you about everything. When you're in retail, you suddenly become an idiot. Which brings us to the next story. Take it away, Zoe. Also at Indigo, which is shocking. (laughs) There's a lot lot happening. Um, So there's gift cards. Like, most stores have gift cards. I've heard of them. And um, 
with most gift cards, <laughs> they're non-refundable. Okay, fair you enough. Just, you just gotta spend the gift card. If okay. someone gets it for you, sorry. You, you say thank you and you move on. Yeah, it's fine. He He was not okay with that. He brought it in. He wanted a full refund and he wanted cash. And the gift card was for a hundred dollars. Wow, that's very nice. It's a hundred dollar um, gift card. It is. And he was like, I don't read. So how am I gonna spend this here? And I was like, Okay, um, well, it's it's indigo, we have like houseware stuff, we have, have like they've really board expanded. games, magazines. There's a lot you could get. You don't have to get books. And then he's like, This seems like not right. It's just not right. I wanna speak to your manager. And I was like, Oh well, like that's not necessary. Like, the back of the card says, you know, well, it's non-refundable. When he said that he doesn't read, did he mean that he can't read? I don't know, because apparently the, like, That could explain knows why he can I was like, just the, the back of the gift card says, like, non-refundable, has to be spent in store, I can't give you cash for this. And he was like, no, I saw the back. I saw the back. I read the back. I saw it. I was like, okay. He's like, give me your manager. I was like, all right. So the way the cash system works at Indigo is there's people working as cashiers, and then there's a cash manager, and then she has a manager, and then they have a manager. A lot of managers. A lot of managers. So I got the cash manager, and she comes over, and she's explaining to him the back of the gift card, which I had already done, but it's fine. (laughs) But it's okay. (laughs) What do I know? And she just reiterates basically everything that I was saying. Yeah, He's still arguing that he knows better and that he should get a full refund for his gift card. And the best part is that he starts getting angrier and angrier about not being able to return this gift card. And he slams his hand down on the counter and goes, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> and now <laughs> that's great for you, sir. I'm so happy. That's a really hard profession. Great job. You had to do a lot of reading, I'm sure, to get there. So maybe just, like, stock up on some law books. You know? It's fine. But he was just, he's a lawyer. He's going to take us to court. He's going to sue us. And we're like, it's it's really on the back of the gift card. That's really really all we can do about that. I just, I've never worked in retail, and I I count myself lucky. It's like an upper crust of hell. I was going to say, I just think, you know, you get the worst of the worst. Oh, yeah, just seeping. Seeping in. And these people come in, and rather than admit that they made a mistake or that they were wrong about something, they will just yell and yell (laughs) and yell. I feel like at some point in the yelling at you that you're wrong about something, they realize that they have made an error, but at this point they're too far gone in being like, I'm right, I'm a lawyer. But they just have to they just have to keep doing it. It's like they have to commit to their anger. They're like, Well, I'm here now. I can't walk away. You know, I can't just admit that I was wrong and apologize to this being, human being. Yeah, apologize to this human being that's making minimum wage and hates their life. Yeah. Um, you know, meanwhile, I'm a lawyer. I probably drive a nice car, make a lot of money. I could just say I'm sorry and move on with my life. Just, like, maybe the next time you're thinking of berating someone in retail, just maybe, like, take up a hobby. Just, like, knitting or something. The amount of effort it takes to be angry at a sales associate or anyone who works in retail or the service industry, you could be devoting that energy to so many other more Literally anything else. Anything else. Just follow your heart, choose your own destiny, <laughs> but don't yell at people who work in retail because they don't want to be there. Just do not care. And my favorite, my favorite thing 
is when people say, oh, well, I'm never going to shop here again. Like, Good. okay, <laughs> bye. That makes my life easier. I don't have to deal with your nonsense again. I love, I love it. It's always, it's I'm always not going to take it personally if you don't come back and be like, oh my God, where's that lawyer who was berating me at the couch? Yeah, you know what? It's always moms with that haircut. Oh, the haircut. That are like, I'm never shopping here again. Like, okay, bye, Susan. Like, see you later. Goodbye. Better off without you. Good riddance. Go shop at TJ Maxx. No one wants you Maxinista. <laughs> anyway, so another story I have from my super exciting office job that is nothing like the office. <laughs> um, I occasionally have to call people on the phone. Nightmare. Nightmare. Um, which is fine. Um, sometimes they're nice. Sometimes they're not. And there was one day in particular where I had to call someone for something so innocuous. I was just calling to confirm their address. So when the company that I work for sends them mail, it gets to them. Wow. How rude of you. I know. How dare I? So anyway, I already called a few people about this and I was moving on to the next one and I had good experiences thus far. Uh, That was all about to change. So I call this one individual and I ask to speak to let's call him Bob um but Bob's wife answers the phone and she's like oh who may I ask is calling and I'm like well it's Logan from blankety blank company um and I was just calling to confirm your mailing address because I believe that the one that we have on file currently is out to date because we have a piece of mail that was returned to us and she's just like well, I've already confirmed our address with your company, and I don't know why you don't have the correct one on file. And I'm like, it's a great question, ma'am. Um, I also don't, I don't know, know why we don't have the correct one on file. Um, I'm trying to remedy the situation. I'm trying to fix it. Um, so I was basically just explaining that I wasn't sure why we didn't have the correct address. I apologized that she had already updated it with somebody, but on our particular system... It wasn't up to date. And keep in mind, like, the company that I work for is very big. There are many different departments. I think sometimes things don't get changed across the board. It happens. It happens. Um, So, again, I'm trying to explain this. And she's just like, well, I don't know why you don't have the address. And she was giving me such a hard time about it. And I'm just like, but I'm trying to help you. And she's just like, I've already updated it. I don't know why you don't have it. I don't know what's going on there. Blah, blah, blah. And she's getting so irritated and testy with me, which I don't appreciate because I am merely an administrative assistant and I'm just trying to do my job, get your address updated so you can get your mail. I don't know why I was being given such a hard time. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry for trying to help out. You're right. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm my bad, dude. Like, <laughs> next time I'll just not fix the problem and then you won't get important mail that you need. But then if you did that... <laughs> oh, that would be a whole other issue. You would get 10,000 calls a day being like, um, I'm sorry, why has no one called me to confirm my address? Yeah, so that was a really fun time. I think I eventually got the address from her. Um, but she was not happy, and <laughs> she was not nice to talk to. Speaking of people who aren't nice to talk to on the phone. <laughs> Good segue. Um, where I work currently is somewhere in downtown Toronto. It's a clothing store. It's a plus-size clothing store, which means, unfortunately, sometimes we get a lot of creeps 
in store and on the phone. Which is upsetting. It is very upsetting for a number of reasons. But um, my manager answered the phone as we normally do. That's good. And her face just went white. And she was just like <laughs> staring off into the distance, just horrified. And I was like, oh my god, like what happened? And she's like, um, um, like struggling <laughs> with words and then just hangs up the phone and like throws her hands up and like runs away and is like, ugh. And I was like, I don't want to ask what's happened here, but I'm also very intrigued. Like, I mean, that reaction. Right. I'm like, what was it? What happened? I need to know. I need so, the deets. I got them. <laughs> A man called and he was on the phone doing that like classic horror movie thing where you just breathe heavily into the uh, phone. Yes. And I'm like, mm, not what anyone wants to hear when they answer the phone. Not usually. I not. really don't want to hear anything when I answer the phone because I have high <laughs> phone anxiety. But just heavy breathing. And then he was muttering something that she couldn't really make out, so she asked him to like, you know, speak louder, maybe stop <laughs> heavy breathing into the phone. Like my dude. Like I can't hear what you're saying. Anyways, I don't think she wanted to hear what he was saying, because when he said it louder, he wanted to know if any of us wore the panties that we sold. Oh, um, no. And if he could get those ones. Oh. If, like, he could, if he could purchase those ones. The ones that have been worn. Yes. And she was like, ah, uh, no. Hard pass. <laughs> I, Hard I can't pass. say that we do, nor if we did, <laughs> that we would sell them to you. But he just really wanted to know that. So we have a lot of creepy people like that come in. Um, so a lot of people come in and they think they're being like sneaky with it, but they'll be like, um, my wife. And you're like, sir, you are not married. There's no way you have a wife. Um, she's like, she's about your size. Um, could you, could you try this three piece lingerie set on for me maybe and see if that. See if that will fit her? And I'm like, mm-hmm, no. No. We can't do that. And they're like, oh, well, well then I don't know what size five. Maybe ask her. Just yeah. ask her, honey, what's your size? Ask your made-up wife what her made-up size is. And then there you go. exclude me from this narrative. Thank Please you. Please and thank you. Do you find or do you think that you get more creeps than a normal, like, straight-size clothing store would? Oh, definitely. I definitely do. I think in, like, straight-size clothing stores, people would be less ballsy about yeah. it. People are like, ooh, attention <laughs> to the big girl. <laughs> well, it's all because Drake was like, I like my girl's BBW. Ugh, what if he started? <laughs> and everybody's like, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Drake. <laughs> really making my work life more exciting. Uh, it's rough. There's so many... Just because of, like, where we are located downtown, I just feel like we get a lot of, like, characters in. And I feel like when I, like, retell stories to people, they're like, no, that didn't happen. But it's, like, the weirdest things in the world constantly happen. I feel like calling these people characters is so <laughs> nice of you. I'm being very polite. Like, that is just such a PC way of phrasing it. I'm a social worker. <laughs> because the people that you get in to that store and that mall <laughs> are goddamn lunatics. They, yes. <laughs> Correct. Like, on the nose. Just the weirdest assortment Ugh, of people. It really is. I don't know how you do Here, it. Here, just, like, reading from the list of stories I have yet to tell, 
Like, Let's here's see. just a taste of what um, you might get to hear in the These future. are, like, snippets so I can remember the stories. Lady doing cocaine in fitting room. That's one. <laughs> Bag of pea-soaked clothes. <laughs> Lady who wanted shoes and was bleeding from a dog bite wound. Um, <laughs> people who stole a stack of jeans while staring straight at my manager. Just and someone who, someone who was caught shoplifting by my manager and just responded with, you're good, and finger guns. <laughs> so that's just the snippet of the stuff that I deal with. I just, you know, retail is a wild environment. It's just, it's very entertaining, and it provides you with a lot of fodder <laughs> for stories. I mean, I certainly don't want to work in retail, but I'm glad that you do <laughs> so I can hear all about it. So if you enjoyed these ridiculous stories and would like to hear more, then uh, feel free to follow us on the Twitter. The Twitter. It's at HonestlyPod. And you can also you know, send us feedback, ideas, thoughts, feelings. Uh, <laughs> we have an email account. It's the Honestly Podcast At gmail.com. At gmail.com. So, uh, you know, go hit us up there. Send us a little message. It would be appreciated. So that is going to wrap it up for us this week. Thank you so much for tuning in and hanging out with us and listening to our ridiculous stories. Um, We will be back next Friday with another episode of Honestly. But until then, bye. bye!